Praise God. And the word goes like this. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the open of the prison to them that abound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that moan, to appoint unto them that moan in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for moaning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. And let's go to Luke. It's, it's really going to be saying about the same thing, but um, we wanted to talk from it out of Luke, okay? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the good, to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives and to and recover of the sight to the blind and to set a liberty to them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. In this anointing. Then let us go to Acts. After you is anointed, glory to God. After God and Savior, hallelujah, we're going to look at Paul in the 26th chapter. Paul just telling his, his testimony. Hallelujah. And we'll start at the 12th verse. Whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and a commission from the chief priests, at, at noonday, O Lord, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining around about me and then which joined with me. And when we were all fallen to the ground, the earth, I heard a voice speak to me and voice speak to me and said in Hebrew language, tongue, saw, saw, why persecute me? It is hard for thee to kick against the prick. And I said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecute. But he rose, but arise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which has been seen and those things which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people, from the Jewish people, when they, when uh, translation says, and from the Gentiles unto whom I am sending you, and to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may be, that they may receive forgiveness of sin and an inheritance among those which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Hallelujah. Thank God for the reading of the word. Glory to God. And we're going to deal with, I object this today, is destined for deliverance. It's right with um, our subject. And it's right with what we've been preaching on. I'm destined to be delivered. God going to deliver me when he called me. So I'm destined to be delivered. God planned this deliverance. It was predestined in the garden with Adam when they sinned. God planned to deliver us right there in the garden. And he couldn't find nobody, and he sent his only begotten son. And his only begotten son loved us so much 
that he took the cross. Just got through uh, with the resurrection power Sunday. Resurrection power. It takes some power to get you up. You can't get up in your own. You can't stop doing stuff that you didn't let your flesh then got a hold of. You need God. Hallelujah. And he is the only one that can do it. Then he chose. We are chosen by God. Hallelujah. Chosen. Glory to God. Many people may not choose you. Who would have thought about choosing Paul to do anything? Because he was messing with the saints. Come on. And sometimes God choose somebody for us to be with, to work with, and everything. We want to leave them because we want the easy job. But God gives sometimes some hard jobs for us to deal with. You know, we want to run away from them because they are not listening. They ain't ready to be delivered. They don't care what happened. But God said, that's your job. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we think about how Paul had to go to these people after God got him ready. So God always had a plan for the whole world, not just some of it. Hallelujah. For the whole world. We, we have a job for Jesus. We have a job for Jesus. We are kingdom citizens, so we have a job. And sometimes we get sloppy, sloppy, sloppy gobby on our job for God. And God is calling us out of this sloppy stuff, this slowfulness. We have to watch the work. We got to watch the work. Sometimes we are busy working. And, and sometimes we're not lazy, but sometimes we're just lazy, just plain lazy, just having a chill pill. You know, we don't want to do nothing for Jesus. We don't want to work hard for Jesus. That's the reason when we, have, when we call prayer meeting, you ain't here. You got other things to do. Go to the movie, lay out, stay on the couch, whatever. Because you know you got to press through. When you pray, you're going to have to press through. You're going to have to push through. You're going to have to preserve. You're going to have to move. You... And you sometimes don't get into God right away. You know? But if you keep on seeking and you keep on knocking and you keep on pushing that door, that door is going to open for you. Hallelujah. But we got to keep the faith. We got to have the promise. We got to believe the promise, not just have the promise. We got to believe the promise. Come on. Hallelujah. Up in here, pastor be training us, teaching us, working with us. But what is you doing at home? Is you coming back to this place in the same place, same way you went? What is we doing? This place should need, it, 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 it need to be full. And God said, this is the year. Because he's taking care of our stuff. See, he don't, sometimes the Lord don't want too much to happen until your stuff gets straight. And you're living beneath your privilege if you still got it. You know what I mean? Let's go for it. Hallelujah. You want to win this race? Let's win it. Glory to God. It's available for you. And so, don't be lazy. Don't be slothful and slothfulness of our lives. And we looked at Hebrews, and this is just introduction, but I had to bring some of my devotion. And it says, Hebrews 6 and 12, that ye be not slothful or slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. There is difference, there is a difference between a lazy person and a slothful person. And Rick Renner, um, I was reading in, in this book and it was my devotion. And God stopped me. And it, you know, sometimes we see that we're lazy. We just don't want to do it. But sometimes we are doing everything. We're just doing things. And this is what come to ministers and 
and, and people that close to God, the people that working, working for God, okay? But anyway, they get slow. They get mean. And he said, God told him that he was slothful. He wasn't doing, and he said, I write books, I'm, I do devotions and everything. And then God telling me, and he said, I'm not lazy. I'm a busy person. But he wished God would have told him that he was lazy instead of slothful. Because when he heard about slothfulness, it was terrible, you know? When he studied it out, that you be not slothful, but the followers of them, through faith and patience, they didn't inherit the promise. We want to inherit the promise. So he discovered that he was slothful, and it had anything to do with laziness. It ain't got nothing to do with it. I said, okay. It comes from the Greek word "nortorot," N-O-T. H-R-O-S. It describes something that is dull, unexcited, something that is slow and sluggish, something that had lost its speed and minimo in um look, I can't this won't come to me right now. But it isn't moving. This something is still. Moving, yeah, but it isn't moving with no aggressive that it once had. It had lost the drive and the thresh and the pace of speed that the one possessed. This word, therefore, present the ideal of someone who was once zealous about something, who was zealous and had, this zeal just had disappeared and been displaced, come on, and, it, and now you is in neutral. If it don't go, if it go, I'm in neutral. Didn't realize, still busy now, you're still busy. You're preaching, you're teaching, you're running, you're trying to help somebody, you're jumping in the car, running, going on. But the candle, and that's your light, it's no longer burning bright as it once was. It's just a flame having a mere flicker. You know how that flame's like you're trying to go out, but it really hasn't went out. The ordinary intense. This candle still give light, but not the way it once did. Softness. Don't present, pres present the picture of laziness. Softness don't. Rather, it speak of someone who has lost his zeal and intentions, conviction, and the matter that was great importance to that person has become replaced, losing their zeal continually. So the Greek interpretation of this scripture says, quit being slothful. Quit acting like someone who has lost this excitement and has now stuck is stuck into the state of being slow. The momentum, slothful and dull and uninterested. Sometimes we are come, we are not interested in what's going on. You know, do you have too much teaching that you ready to spit it out? Lord said, I had to bring this. He's, we wished, he wished that he would accuse them of being lazy. Anything but this. But it wasn't about energy. It wasn't about a job. It's about the inward condition that going on in your heart. When you're in neutral, 
You're doing the same old thing and getting no results because you really don't want to do what you're doing. You are just in neutral. Now go out there and try to drive that car in neutral. It's going nowhere. Even when we go to the, the car wash, they got something to help it to move in neutral. Because it can't move by itself. Watch out. Don't stay in neutral. We got to repent. The only way to get out of this sloughness. We got to stir up the gift and the calling. We got to be in high gear like we was. So we got to shift gears and get out of neutral. We got to pray and ignite the fire in our heart. And we need God's help. We need to regain our zeal back. And that slothfulness, we, get, we need to let it go. Hallelujah. The Lord is calling us to our destiny. He predestined us to do a job for him. He predestined. That's the reason he could take Saul and change him to Paul. And work with him. Because he thought it was right. He thought it was okay. That's the reason. The Lord said. That I want to fill you. I want to fill you. I want to anoint you. I'm preparing you. To do a job for me. And this is what he said. The spirit of the Lord is up on you. Because the Lord have anointed me. He have anointed me to preach the gospel. And to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. And to proclaim liberty to the captive. There's people that is captive. All around you. He sent you to not only. To help them. Glory to God. And proclaim liberty. And proclaim this is their time. See the Lord will let us hook up. To people that need to be saved right now. Hallelujah. And they ready. Somebody done watered them. Somebody got them all ready. Now here come you and you're going to reap the harvest. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God have that. Until he come, he blesses us that we can console those people that is moaning in Zion. What they moaning about? They sins. They situations. The things that they are not with God right. They know they're not with God, right? They know they're not spending time with God. We got to help them. Glory to God. That's the reason the Lord said, you are destined to be delivered. He will not let you uh, stay undelivered. I'm up here today. I'm free. I'm totally free. Why? Because I done been through some stuff. And I done been through it in church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some things I didn't think. Hallelujah. But some things I had to go through because I know God was doing a shift. And he told me in the beginning of this church, I'm going to shift y'all. Hallelujah. And it's going to go from generation to generation to generation. Hallelujah. And God already then showed me. God blessed me, healed me. I'm living to see three generations that really ready almost to take the place. Mm -hmm. I ain't got to die and hope they hit the legacy. See what I'm saying? But sometimes the trial, the fiery trial, you didn't know that it's going to twist like that. You thought you saw the whole plan. No, you didn't see the whole plan. When, when this church began, God told me all of that. That's reason. When next, now, a new generation, that didn't come out of here. That come out of there. I would have known how to put that together. And when we were going through this transition and the name change and all that, and I said, Lord, now there's something you gave me, and it's a foundational thing because this is the way we got to go. Okay? And I said, Lord, you're going to save generation. You're going to save that name. 
everything in front of it, behind it, good. But that saved. You know what I mean? It took prayer. It took prayer. And then one day the Lord said, it's well. It's well. You know? And the next one is not going to be able to change that one either. One day it can be changed. But right now, it's God's order. You got to know God's order. Hallelujah. You got to know. And so sometimes the Lord said, I'm going to take your ashes. I'm going to take your ashes. I'm going to take your moaning. And I'm going to turn your moaning into joy. I'm going to give you the oil of joy. That's what's so different about saints. That's what's so different. We can rejoice and, 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 and just be free. Come on. God, take us through it. You're going to go through fiery trials. We want everything but what God then said. We want everything. Trials. And then long suffering. And you'll be baptized in it. But if you're going to grow, if you're going to shift, if you're going to come out of neutral, you got to go with God. Go with God. God going to keep you. He going to make a way for you. He going to open doors. That was much tearing up things that I was going through. But I thank God. And when pastor preached it out of town, Way before then, I was totally free. Hallelujah. I thank God I'm free. Because when God moved this, I'm a pastor apostle. Now I pastor, I pastor people. Okay? And when I went down, I was called down to Tallulah to do a revival. And Pastor Shaw, my son now, because he's brother to my son, he was here preaching. And the next day or so, I was, I was flying out. And he, um, and I just mentioned in something, he said, I got to get into this. This is going to be such a move for you. I got to get into it. So he, he said, I'm going to have to send you, when I go home, back home, I got to send you some money because this is, I, I got to see this thing because God's going to do something. Now, I didn't know all the stuff God was going to do, but I just was getting the word together. So he um, gave $500 to this trip to me. And I almost missed it, but he wanted me to carry it. And I almost missed it because I was going out to Walmart's and I had to start packing and I forgot. And so me and, and brother Tony, he was over there, Perry. And so he ran, me and him ran out to Walmart's and we got the money. Just, just in time before they closed. I said, Lord, this is something. And then when I went there and I began to preach and, you know, people, and one lady was the choir director. The first night she came and she waited on us. And then, you know, she directed the choir and uh, come to the altar and everything. The next day she died with a massive heart attack. The next day. And pastor the pastor had been praying for her because some things weren't straight. And so God wanted to bless, you know, cover people when they up here singing or doing stuff. And sometimes they ain't got it all together yet. And he did. And God blessed. And he said, he said Lord, I thank you. I thank you. She came to the altar and everything. Come on. We got to preach the good news, saints. We got to preach the good news. Hallelujah. God have anointed us to preach the good news. Jesus passed this ministry unto his church of, 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 of preaching the good news. Hallelujah. Of healing the brokenhearted and those 
who are deeply depressed and troubled, God said, I sent you, I didn't open you up, I didn't move boundaries from you that you can be able to heal them. Hallelujah. He do it through us. Hallelujah. There's a move of God. And the Lord said, this is the year that there's supernatural things going to be born in here. Hallelujah, say God. This is the year. Saints come to prayer meeting. On, on, on the third Wednesday, we have prayer meeting. Fill it up. We're working with each shift. Work it out. Hallelujah. Because you need some things before in God. And then we need to be united in this. God is good. Hallelujah. So we see this. He sent us to preach. Because there's people that is captured. And we got to proclaim deliverance to the captives. Hallelujah. He come to bless the whole world. He come to bless Zion up. Hallelujah. The kingdom that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom. We are the deliverers. He said, those that is blind, glory to God, they're going to be able to see. Hallelujah. That's the reason the Lord, eyes hadn't seen and ears hadn't even heard. And I'm glad to, that they found the song that I choose to believe that there's some things we never saw yet. I choose to believe, and I thank God that we are delivered. We have proclaimed our deliverance, and now we are walking in our deliverance. you got to walk in it, no matter what the devil brings. When God then freed you, you say, oh, no, no, you won't stop by here today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We don't want to be sloppy. We don't want to have so many fiery trials until we done lost it. Trials going to come, but we can rout the devil. All right? We can rout the devil. How you going to rout him? By speaking to him like Jesus did, by praising and glorifying God. Hallelujah. Jesus was going out, and he was going to win the cross on his knees in the Garden of Gethsemane, but he prayed. But before they went out, from the table, hallelujah, that he was saying, my body is going to be given to you, that my blood is going to shed. But you know what God gave me? He said they beat him up, but they couldn't take his foundation. I said, oh, God, oh, God, I never saw that before. I couldn't take the foundation. What is the foundation? The bones. Your bones is the one got you straight, straight here today. It is all about your bones. And once you break one of them, you have messed up. You have messed up with the foundation of your body. And I say, yeah, they beat that flesh unrecognizable and everything. But they came to him. They couldn't break his bone. They broke the thief on the left and the thief on the right. But they couldn't break his bones. And the Lord said, they, nobody can break my foundation down. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They can't break it down. Glory to God. He didn't give that to the thieves and to the ones that was crucified him. And they had to spear him in the side. The blood and water come out, that's birth. That's birth. Remember that. That's the way when children are born. The, blood, the water break. Then here come the blood. You know, and you wonder, how can a child stay in all that water and not drown? Oh, it is so, birth is so something. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it's a miracle. It's unexplainable. And then when you're going through the pain, the pain, me and y'all and I understand it. Unless God lets you have a little piece of it. But um, I'm telling you, at the last trimester, oh my God, oh my God, one pain after another, one pain after another. You don't even get time to breathe. And here come another pain. And here come another pain. And they say, push with the pain. Push with the pain. Come on, y'all. There's pain. There's trials. There's situation. Are you pushing? And just before the end, 
just before the end of this transition, just before the end, when everything seemed to be taken down and stuff, and the Lord said, be still. Some people say, well, why don't you take a sabbatical? They don't know I was obeying God. Be still. You're going to run from your trial. You're going to run from your stuff. You're still going to be messed up. See, a lot of times that's what we want to do. You know, when the Lord delivering you, you cannot run from it. He delivered me from dancing in the midst of the get down downstairs and I was standing upstairs. God took it because I would play that boogie, you know, and then, you know, like the dance. I saw myself, I was asking God to take that from me because everybody got something and that was my something. You know, everybody got something and that was mine. And that's the reason when, when I, I listened at the seven words and one minister said, and all the people do, and all the black folks do, and they just want to shout, I said, What you saved from? What you saved from? I'm going to shout. Hi! I danced for the devil. And now I'm going to dance for God. So you may see me running all around. I can't run like I used to. But I'm running, honey. I, 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 you know, I serve an exciting God. But you got to let him be excited. I, I, I serve a joyful God. Hallelujah. I, I'm not going to let nobody take my joy. Nobody. I got a plan. I got people waiting on me. Hallelujah. So I got to keep it. So I got to keep it. And I don't want to have it phony. Mm. Don't have nothing inside. I don't want that. And, 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 and I can feel that disconnect from God. I can feel it. I'm used to having a, a connect. And then once, I, once God showed me that praying in tongues, praying in your heavenly language. Oh! People that saying, hey, no, no. And then, honey, you don't know nothing. Because God began to download you know, they tell you to download this tape, download this thing. God began to download it for me. And I began to see. Hallelujah. I began to see. And I asked God, I said, Lord, what is you going to take out of here? My, my testimony. And so he said, you're going to be preaching it. I'm taking it right out of here. He said, and that's the way I'm going to take it out. Because I freed you. And God had to free me because standing was the next assignment. Come on. And he had to loosen me showing up from this assignment. But I didn't understand, but he understood. Hallelujah. And when I went down there, I got assigned. That church asked me to cover them. And they didn't just ask me, saints. They doing what it takes to be covered. They are doing what it takes to be covered. They are totally my partner, just like you. Hallelujah. They're doing the same thing. Hallelujah. And I'm praying them up. And God been letting me see down in that church, see the members in that church. God is letting me see it. Hallelujah. Just like I don't have to know everything you're doing here. What God wants me to see, I'm going to see it. Whether you like it or you don't like it. Hallelujah! That's my gift. God had to do this when he called this church. Every pastor need to know where Satan is sitting. Every pastor need to know when his people are not delivered and just sitting up there showing off. Every pastor need to know the naked you. Complaining. Every pastor need to know. You want people to have patience with you. 
but you don't have patience for them to get delivered. That's another subject. So the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He didn't move for me to do a supernatural work of God. He had moved so I can bless the captives because Jesus was anointed and Jesus anointed us. His anointing unlimited. Hallelujah. And so he anointed us. He working out of us. He delivering the captives from sin and sickness and death. He delivering us. And Ephesians 4 and 8, 4 and 8 through 10 said, therefore he said, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captives and gave gifts to men. Hallelujah. And this he ascended, what does it mean? But he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. And he who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he made in all things. Hallelujah. Bless us in all things. So this is the acceptable year of Jubilee. Your liberty was proclaimed to all people. Jesus is here and he's here and he's alive. What is your problem? Broken hearted? Broken in heart, mind, soul, and body. Jesus was anointed to do it. And now his church is anointed to do it. Bruised, completely crushed, and shattered. The oppressed, and they're broken. He come to heal it. He come to give us liberty. When we look at Paul now, we see. That God chose Saul. He was persecuting the saints. And he was going to persecute the saints. And he was going on out of town somewhere else. Just going, persecuting people that said they was a Christian. And Jesus stopped him on the road. There is somebody you praying for God to stop them. They think they're going to run away. But they've been chosen. See, now, if you've been chosen, I don't care where you are. God is going to get you. I want you to know that. He's going to take care of you. Because he has chosen you. You was chosen even before you came out of the womb. Even before you were thought about. You was predestined to be delivered. Hallelujah. So you can serve him and be holy and walk in this holy way. Glory to God. Now look at this Paul, this, 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 this bad man. He persecuted people. And Jesus stopped him and said, it's hard to kick against me. What he was saying, you will not win. Kicking against me. You won't win, honey. Hallelujah. I have chosen you. And I have chosen you to be an apostle to the Gentiles. Now I'm going to show Peter. I'm showing Peter what's happening in the 10th chapter of Acts with Cornelius because Cornelius was a Gentile. The chief apostle, he had to show the chief apostle. And he didn't uh, 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 baptize them like he did them. They got saved. And then fill with the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? All right. Cornelius was already saved. All right. He just didn't know a whole lot about what's going on. But he was already saved. So they got filled with the Holy Ghost before they even got baptized in the water. The same thing happened to Paul, if you didn't notice. Paul wasn't saved. He was just religious. But Ananias came there because God told Paul Ananias was coming, one of his disciples. All right. Ananias, then God told Ananias to go down, told him the address and everything. Do you know God can do that for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. He can send you somewhere and do that. 
My spiritual daughter, spiritual sister, Lise, Daphne Davis. Um, I was getting ready to preach Mother Fordham's funeral. And I was still at home, getting ready, praying, and Lord help me. The whole family wanted me. And the Lord told her to call me. I mean, Daphne is, you know, prayer partners too. And the Lord told her to call me. And she said, I don't know. I don't know her number. And God gave her my number. Brought it back to her remembrance. And she said, she, she said I went on in there and got it. But God had gave me the right number. And she called me before I went and preached that funeral. Hallelujah. God can do that. God have told me stuff about some of you. If you're sick, he, have, he just told me. If you're frustrated, you just said, you know, pray for them. I may not have to call you up, but I'm praying for you. If he tell me they ain't delivered in this, they got to be delivered. And sometimes it's a secret thing, but it's not secret to God. You ain't finna go out and talk about it. You just finna pray about it. I'm telling you, when God wants you, I done told some of the saints' husbands, I said, this is y'all year now. You better get straight. This is y'all year. I said, God told me at the beginning, it's y'all year. We've been praying for you all, and I'm expecting, and I'm looking. So I'm going to call some of them up and say, um, did you hear what you, the first of the year told you? That wasn't me. That was God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Chosen. God done chose some of these people. Now some of these people will not be lost because they was chosen by God. Come on. And so the 15th verse of the 26th chapter says, So I said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you persecuted. But arise, stand on your feet. I have appeared to you for the purpose. For the purpose. What? God's purpose for you. Why did he call you? What is the reason? Are you offered a purpose in doing something else? That's the question. I appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister. You know, some people that run for ministry. Mm -hmm. And a witness both to me, which you have seen of, of the things which I will yet reveal to you. I ain't gave it to you all, Paul. You think you know a lot, but I haven't given it to you all. I will deliver you from the Jews' people, the Jewish people. I got to deliver you. See, wherever God is sending you, he got to deliver you from them people. Because don't you going to get bogged down. I got to deliver you from the people. And when I deliver you, I'm going to deliver you from the Jews, your own people. Sometimes you got to be delivered from your own family. You just got to be delivered. Because they think, just like Jesus' brothers did, he couldn't even turn his mother over to them because he didn't know what they're going to do because they didn't even believe in him. Come on. Look at so many people. Don't think you can do it. No, they can't do it. Mm. Their education ain't this. Their revelation ain't that. Be careful what you talk about. Be careful how you talking about somebody you don't know you don't know all you're doing is sitting and complaining what is you doing about your call get your eyes off of me on you come on do something about your own call and so as well as from the gentiles to whom now i'm sending you see god sent peter but peter wasn't the one that was going to minister to the gentiles like Paul. God called him to do it. So whatever they did, he could roll with them. All up there in the government. Poop, poop, poop. Rolling with them. Tell 
telling them the testimony. And I know it was a pull on King Agrippa. He, he, was, he didn't know how to handle it. And then if he said anything wrong, the Jews that believe in the resurrection would have got him too. So he had to probably do some lying as well. But anyway, and he said, and, I'm gonna, I'm, and to open the eyes of the blind and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. What was Paul's purpose? He was going to open the blind eyes. God was giving him revelation that he was going to be able to understand, that he was going to be able to teach. Hallelujah. Because he didn't have time to sit up under the apostles. So he already was a very student person knowing some things. That they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. God have called. And this is what God called me and told me. That I'm going to help deliver people. But you know, my grandmother knew that. My grandmother used to tell me, my mama used to tell me, you know, all the other, because our family was not small. They pushed me, scared, shaking, made me slow down, speaking a speech, preparing me. They didn't realize when they was preparing me. So when I went back home and been called to the ministry, and this was the Baptist church. Some of the older saints was there because I was a junior missionary and I had to speak. They received me. The pastor, the oldest pastor that was our pastor, he received me. Come on, because this is one. They, they dropped all this religious stuff because all it is is religious stuff. And they received me because they saw a daughter that raised up amongst them, been called to be a minister. God have opened many doors. There's five great blessings of the gospel, and we're going to end. Open the blind eyes. Turn men from darkness to light. Deliver from Satan's power and forgiveness of sin and inheritance. All right. God give us power to open the blind eyes. Turn men from darkness to light. Hallelujah. They are attracted by the light. And from Satan's power, deliver them from Satan's power. That's the reason the Lord have to deliver you. He got to deliver you from all of these things. That's the reason I can stand up here and tell you I'm delivered from this thing. Hallelujah. I'm delivered. Hallelujah. Thank God I'm not afraid. Hallelujah. I thank God for doors open, ways made, because I'm on the move for God. Hallelujah. And it's not just here. Hallelujah. I got to go. I got to go places. I told God when he sent me to Israel and just very quick, you know, miraculously. I didn't get to pay on it. God anointed my son, and this was not a little cheap trip. But when I walked there, I went there for I went there in a vision. I went to the Wailing Wall, and it was doing this. And me and my prep partner was praying, and I said, and then I come back and I said, I wasn't here for a minute. He said, What? I said, I went to Israel. I said, God transferred me to Israel. And I was at the Wailing Wall. She said, mm. A few days, I had everything I need to go to Israel. Then death come amongst us. And the Lord wanted me to be here so I could help. 
because you need to be there when people's leaving to encourage them that they are saved. And then I had to go on that same night. But Pastor Butler had the word and she preached the word and I heard good things about her and good things about the word. God is doing a new thing, saints. And it's with us. A supernatural thing. So we need to stick with God. For the kingdom of God is not of words, but it's in power. Hallelujah. It's in power. It's not in words, but it's in power. First Corinthians 4 and 20. I want to give you that. He's doing a new thing. He's filling us with the Holy Spirit. He moving everything out of our way so he can have the right way to use us. This is why you need to be delivered. This is why God delivered Paul. This is why God delivered Paul before he even went to the people. He was delivered and he was called the deliverer. Hallelujah. God said, behold, the former things then come to pass. Now it's a new thing, and I declared it, and it's going to spring forth now. Hallelujah. New, fresh, Christ are the new creation. We are the new creation when we have Christ. He didn't make it possible. We can have a new beginning. I don't care what you done messed up. The Lord said, if, you, if anyone is in Christ, He's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. God is doing a new thing. Let him finish the deliverance. Let him finish it. 